Just a little more, a little more, more. All she wants is a little more. Okay, let's roll. I don't know how long we're going to go. This could be a two-parter. This is even a bonus pod, really. Dude, you hear part two? Uh, Van Pelt's going to stop by. We don't know when. Although, this will be incredible inter... Is it inter? Yeah, it would be inter, not intra uh, pod storyline here if he ends up blowing us off. So, what do you think, Sergi? I mean, there's a 10% chance all of a sudden he's like, dude, I got so wrapped up in Sports Center stuff. And then I'm doing hoop streams again with Jacoby... So I have plenty that I can do, but we didn't book a guest because we were supposed to get Van Pelt. So right now, you and I are looking at each other. It's never 100%, right? I I mean, I would say 50-50. Wow. Right? That's low. He's a busy man. I don't know. I mean, he's got stuff going on. But I just saw him. I just saw him minutes ago, and he goes, what do you need? What do you need? Because he wants to talk caps. Congrats to your caps. Uh, I won't be doing All caps. What's up? I won't be doing any cap stuff, not because I don't respect it or think it's great. Like, I'm pumped. I'm pumped this stuff happens. I can do this, though. I can do the Ovechkin thing because I try to find out and how everybody reacts. Should I do a bigger tease? I should probably do a bigger tease. Start start over again. Not the whole podcast. I'm just me as a host. Van Pelt, TBD. Possible. Sarudi gave it 50-50. I have LeBron's future, and I'm going to do a better job than everybody else the last two days. What's up now? Um, some stuff on the Warriors, something on the finals, obviously a little recap. Um, I have a couple other little things that I want to do, but the Ovechkin thing I love because I just, I refuse to believe that stars are as incapable as people try to make them out to be as, as to be winners. Like that's such a damning thing. And I know I'm repeating myself with this, but whenever someone says about this player, like up, oh, you'll never win with him. I don't say it very often. There might be like two guys in the NBA that are really good players that I would feel comfortable, and I've said it. I've said it about Westbrook and Cousins. I mean, it doesn't even count as far as I'm concerned because he's not in that kind of real estate that those other guys at the top of the league are at. I mean, even Harden, you'd have to move him into this very well could have been the Rockets getting ready to celebrate a championship here. And that's what's ironic about Ovechkin because Ovechkin, in a way, was kind of the Chris Paul of the NHL. It's like, oh, yeah, that guy again can't get out of the second round. I mean, it's basically identical except one's from Russia. And... Ovechkin wins, and all the stuff that I'm reading today is, uh, he, he stuck it out, or he did this, or he did a little of that, or all oh my, everyone loves this guy. Oh, he loves to do it. He just held out for Vegas. He's going to party so hard. Can you imagine, you know, that guy before when he was partying, talking about how fast his cars were and couldn't get out of the second round, he sucked. It's like J.R. Smith. Everybody loves, everybody hated J.R. Smith, Ugh. except for that next year, and then he takes his shirt off. Hits a couple shots in 2016 when Kyrie and LeBron are the reasons why they came back and won from 3-1. And then JR, everybody loves him. Obama makes a joke about JR. And now he's back to just missing shots and maybe hurting people on purpose, which he's done in the past. The, the Clay Thompson one, you know, that one I, I don't feel comfortable saying. I know he was intentionally trying to hurt Clay on that one. But JR is a classic study in the we don't like it. We don't like you. We don't like you. Oh, he's just so lovable. It's just JR doing his thing because they won a championship and then he's back to being the same. He never even change. Yeah. Like remember when people here were saying like, how could the, what a terrible trade for the Knicks? Like how could they give up this asset that is JR Smith and then how awesome he is? 
wins a title, everybody loves him, he's got his shirt off, and then flash forward to game one, they're like, yeah, you can't win this guy. It's a miracle LeBron even got this far with him. And you're like, you can't have it both ways. People retroactively hated Phil Jackson more for that J.R. Amon Shumpert deal when at the time it was, oh, cool, they dumped these guys. You know, they're dead. Now, granted, J.R. had like 20 a game that year he was coming off the bench for the Knicks. But when that trade was made in the moment, it was, well, all right, yeah, cool. They cleared up salary. Makes sense. It all goes back to we hate if we don't like someone and we didn't like Phil Jackson at that time, we make all of their moves seem stupid. Totally. Totally. Like Phil fell into the category of well, whatever you do, it's you're an idiot. Like he it was and the thing is is like the Przingis pick is incredible. And I can tell you firsthand that whenever I talk to I'm talking to teams the day of the draft. Going, all right, what do you think at the top? It's amazing how it really does come together at the last minute there, where you're like, I think I have a pretty good idea how everything's going to kind of play out here, um, you know, at least at the top. And then one thing can throw everything off, and then, you know, everybody's kind of scattering because you're not going to find out, like, teams' boards one through five. But no one around the league thought that Phil would take Przingis. Nobody thought that he would. And then he did, and then it's like, oh, I want to give, you know, well, hey, Phil did take Przingis. Yeah, I don't know. He said posse. I don't like, I don't like him. I don't like him. All right. Ooh, a text from Van Pelt. When do you want to do this? Do I say now? When I get yeah. rolling? Let's do like a, yeah, he just walks in live. It's going to be natural. Okay. Um, do I have to go in the hallway and get him? Yeah, probably. Probably. Here, I'll text him now. I like when we produce on the air. It's intriguing, at least. Say Stephen A. Smith. Studio, the guy that replaced my slot. Ever heard of him? Um, no animosity there, by the way. I, I mean that. Like, if I really was upset about it, I would uh, would not joke about it. Stephen A. Smith Studio. Okay, that is sent to Van Pelt. Boom. Um, so yeah, a little Ovechkin. There's your hockey talk. This week's hockey talk brought to you by. By the way, the Black Tux. Shout out to the Black Tux. Santa Monica, that deal. I landed missing a tuxedo. I was uh, in L.A. So, right, I taped this last one in Bristol. This is where I do these things. I go, does anyone care? Um, my brother got married on a Wednesday. Hey, what are you going to do? I didn't know. It was um, it was quick. There's no way I was missing it. I was his best man. So I shot back to L.A. and had no tux. Went to Nordstrom to buy one, which wasn't cheap. And didn't really even want the one I bought. But when you're the best man, you're the best man. And then I sent out the alert to Black Tux. And they got right back to me. Had an appointment for me the next day. And they said, don't worry about the one you bought. We're going to lend you one right now. Shoes, socks, pants, jacket, shirt. I did buy a bow tie from Nordstrom. And drove up to Ojai. Been up to Ojai out there, wine country, Saruti? I've been to Napa, which I don't think is Ojai. No. Different wine country. Yeah, Napa, a little bit more for the players. Ojai, a little bit more off the radar for the people. that It's O-J-A-I, I believe. And I didn't really know how far away it was. So the people I was staying with in L.A. for one night um, were like, where are you going? I was like, I got a wedding. Like on a Wednesday? I'm like, yeah, don't ask. And then he said, well, where is it? I go, wine, a thousand oaks or something. They're like, oh, that's not too bad. And then I drive back, and it took an hour and a half they go, where were you? I go, I don't know, this place, Ojai? They're like, dude, you're basically in Santa Barbara. I'm like, was I? I don't know. Let me pull that back up on a map. 
I don't feel like I was in Santa Barbara. Although I hit that Ventura Beach area. It was about 20 minutes. So Ojai is about 20 minutes inland from Ventura. There's a big, vast country out there, Saruti, is all I'm trying to tell you. You don't know the L.A. landscape yet? I mean, what's it been, like a couple months? There's a lot of stuff going on in California. I feel it's like I know huge. nothing about it. I don't know anything. I was, I mean, a few pods ago, I asked you what the difference between what Malibu and Manhattan Beach was. You asked me the difference? I did. Yeah, you, uh. You broke it down actually pretty well. I don't know, you know, I know LA Live is what everybody likes to throw around, which is like the downtown. No, right? they don't. Downtown's cooler now. People like the restaurants because people actually live there. I stayed there 10 years ago and it was completely different. And I would stay in LA Live for long stretches eight, nine days. What's the cool place that like all the celebrities have? Is it East Hollywood, West Hollywood? Barney's Beanery Barney's, is what you're at. Yep, no, I'm kidding. Yep. I'm kidding. It's, uh, it's West Hollywood. It's West right? Hollywood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Never Craig's. been. Bummer. Craig's. One day. Every time I go to Craig's, there's always famous people in there and then I'll go outside and it's all these guys. And one guy was like, Priscilla. And he was like, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Which I totally respected. Like he was sitting there and I go, yeah, okay, but. In all honesty, is it better to get a picture of Tara Lipinski at this point of her career or me? That's a great call. I mean, if we're doing fame rankings too, I don't even know. I mean, she's on the Olympics though with Johnny Weir. It's probably her. I I love she is a she is a medalist. Is yeah. I don't know. Walking down the street, do you think more people recognize me or Tara Lipinski? Lipinski. Do you think it's because only because old people and like that love figure skating? That's like the number one Winter Olympic event. But old people are ruder. And I think my my demo is I think I'm less approachable than Tara Lipinski. Would yeah, you agree with that? Definitely. Plus I think it's like is that it's always like is that Rasilla? Yeah, by the way, she ended up marrying this guy who worked at ESPN. Like I didn't know him really well. He may even follow me on Twitter. So shout out to him. That's huge. And everybody says she's awesome. But yeah, she and I were there not sitting with each other. But they went crazy when Tara Lipinski left Craig's, and I got a I got a heckler, one heckler. From, <laughs> you got a hey, Rosillo. <laughs> yeah, hey, <Stop>. Rosillo. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and I, I, the more I'm talking about this, the more I realize, like, that's awesome that that guy did that to me. By the way, Ojai, dude, well, there's traffic right now in Santa Barbara. So we're talking about a 45-minute drive. So I didn't feel like I was in Santa Barbara. It's It's more inland. Okay, so we're getting a text now. Okay, Van Pelt says he's coming over now. So that was kind of a long, it's only 10 minutes in right now. I have LeBron's future. Yes, I will do that. I want to talk about Joe Lacob's comments, owner of the Warriors. He makes everybody happy. I have more on Colangelo, which I may get into with, I may hit Van Pelt with that one first. May hit him with the Colangelo and then a little caps. And then, um, yeah, I think the key stuff from this one will be LeBron. Do you notice, though, annually every year when I do like a LeBron thing? So the big thing was, and I'm going to do this again later, is that Stephen A. Smith said it's eight teams. He said it's... I think it was actually seven. Seven. Was yeah. he including Cleveland in yes. that seven? I'll tell you what it was. It was Cleveland. Yep. It was Boston. Yep. Golden State. Yep. Houston. Yep. Uh, Philly. Philly. Lakers. Yep. And the weird one was the Heat. Which he kind of said no would never happen, but put it on the list. Didn't he say San Antonio too? He or didn't. somebody did Chris Haynes added San Antonio? Did not see that. Chris Haynes is the one that wrote the Warriors were interested in bringing LeBron in this offseason. And then I thought, based on, I mean, this is always one of those delicate things, right? You don't want to say like, no, this guy's right, this guy's wrong, or this guy's sources or whatever. But to me, that was that wasn't coming from Golden State. Um, so 
And then LeBron was asked about it. He's like, unless you hear it from me. But this is the one thing about LeBron's camp and Rich Paul and Clutch and all those guys. They do a very good job not letting this stuff leak out. They do. And when I went back and looked at it in 2010, you know what? I should pull this up again. I should totally pull this up. Um, by the way, what are you doing lately? You're going on soccer podcasts? I'm stalling so that you can look this up. So I can. Yeah, the, the pod scene's been huge for me. Um, just did a Roma pod for like an hour and a half talking about just the offseason, being a Roma fan. Smallman's pod, post-show pod. It gets, gets together every two weeks with how Smallman. Is, how is Smallman doing? I think she she likes the pod, man. She's uh she's you know she's just living life. I think Who's it's all producing good. it? The local affiliate down there? Yeah, yeah. The ESPN station in St. Louis. They throw it together. It's, it's a good pod. Freeze Pops is back on it for anybody who likes him. Shouts out to Freeze Pops. Yeah, Freeze Pops. Okay, here's an example of what happened. So in 2010, when LeBron went down to Miami, they had all the ESPN people try to go ahead and figure this out. Um, they also had a bigger deal that they did at the end of 2009. So we're talking like halfway through, we're getting ready for the upcoming season. They had 52 voters affiliated with ESPN vote on where LeBron would go in the offseason. And this is back when the default would always be, well, the contract's just bigger and historically guys just take the money and they do the hometown thing, whatever. Well, 38 of the 52 voted for Cleveland. Eight votes for the Knicks. Three for the Heat. Two for the Nets. One guy voted for the Celtics. Um, God, I wish I knew who that was. Did I vote in this? I may have voted in this back then. God, remember when the Nets were a thing? Yeah, because then they had another one where it was like it wasn't 50-something people that you, know, you can have editors, writers, on-air guys. Like I used to vote in some of that stuff, and it's just all internal ESPN stuff, but it was kind of cool because not everybody was doing it all the time. Um but if you go back and read all of these stories, it's pretty incredible. Like here's one from July. So I remember being uh, on Martha's Vineyard, where I'm from. So I was I was vacationing, which really now looking back on it isn't a great call uh, during that really important week. But it was the Bulls. Remember the Bulls were going to get him. So here it is: Wire Services, ESPN.com. LeBron James is not expected to pick a team by Monday. Uh, that's according to Rick Buecher. The source said, although James wanted the interview process to be finished by the self-imposed deadline, which is the fourth, I believe, he may not decide to do a franchise until later in the week. Previous reports had James making a decision by Monday, but the source said it's delayed. Um, James concluded his personal free agent summit on Saturday by hearing the presentations from the Cavs, who pitched focus on his familiarity with their franchise and tickled his sense of humor. Oh my God, that's a sentence. The Bulls, the last team and the one believed to have the best chance of stealing him from Ohio. <laughs> yeah, but remember that was be- that was Derrick Rose didn't want to play with LeBron, right? He wouldn't he wouldn't help recruit. Yeah. He wouldn't actively recruit him, which means he doesn't want to play with him. The Cavs came away from their ninety minute sit down with a renewed confidence that James will resign with them. Here's a source from the Cavs: "quote It went very well." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could do this stuff all day, and I'm telling you, it's all out there. You can go back and read all of this stuff. Um, "Quote It was very very easy, relaxed." There were moments of emotion and moments of laughter. <laughs> uh, knowing James as well as they do, the Cavs, who are represented by owner Dan Gilbert, new coach Byron Scott, general manager Chris Grant, and assistant GM Lance Blanks, tried to lighten things up by showing the 25-year-old a cartoon featuring him and his friends as characters. The team had an animated video made in the style of Family Guy, one of James' favorite TV shows. 
that depicted some inside jokes and locker room humor as the Cavs reminded James that he is indeed part of their extended family. James was joined in the meetings by Maverick Carter, Randy Mims, and Leon Rose back uh, when Leon Rose supposedly repped him. Um, anyway, all right, so Le- LeVan Pelt isn't here yet. So I'll just go through it then. I'll do it because I'm not going to wait, and then we can ask him what we think. Uh, there, there's always, and Saruti, you can probably help me out with this a little bit. This is where I, I'm not looking for the ego boost here. And we're looking for facts and facts are this is that every year when I start to do, Hey, this is what I'm hearing or this is what I, I get the new cycle of people that think I've never gotten like they go, Oh, who are you? And it, do you see it? Every, like, it's so funny to me that every year, and it sounds like I, I have to do this all the time, but I think I'm just going to hit up one guy that I don't like. And I know who it already is. With just receipt after receipt after receipt after receipt of all the stuff that I've said about this. So you can choose to believe me or think I'm making it up. But if you know me well enough and you're subscribing to the podcast, you probably like me enough and know that I don't say this stuff unless I feel really good about it. The list is not eight long. It's not seven, I don't think. I think Cleveland still has a chance. And as I've said the entire time, it's dependent upon what can they do. And we don't know what that is right now. Um, Talking to somebody this week, it was... You no, know, hey, give me something. Let me let me know which guy you could be targeting. Like, who could the Cavs be targeting here? And right now, they're in the midst of, of losing a finals, so they have other stuff to do. And once this finals is over, then I think they'll start to get a sense of what is out there for them. And that, if you're a Cavs fan, you hope is flipping love, flipping the pick, and whatever other things you can do here. Flipping a contract with a pick to get rid of the contract and trying to talk Paul George in this order. So I've already said all these things before. Philadelphia is a real threat to Cleveland. No question about it. Houston, maybe. I don't seem to be as pro Lakers as everybody else is. And I think a lot of the Lakers stuff is connecting the dots. I know Simmons is big on that. I know that when you talk to teams that I think are guessing, like a lot of people are guessing here, and my, my info here, like this is informed guessing. Okay, that's that's the best I can do for you right now, because I'm not sure LeBron knows what he has in Cleveland. And until he knows what happens with the draft and what can happen in a possible trade and which players maybe into next week start going, all right, dude, let's figure this out. And I would come up there. Let's get aggressive. Like, I don't think LeBron has the answers to those questions. So how the hell could any of the rest of us and him just going to L.A.? It's a little bit like Cleveland. Okay, say let's leave L.A. in the mix as a possibility. You've got to tell me the other guy that's going there with him because he's not going there by himself, and I don't think he has any interest in going to the Lakers by himself and also being in the West and running into what will probably still be a really good Houston team and year five of this Golden State thing. So, San Antonio, nope. The Heat, nope. Boston, nope. Now, I never thought Boston was a place that LeBron really liked. Um and I think that would make sense. You know, you get booed there for 15 years, and it's the passion of the Celtics fan, but it's also, you know, LeBron is South Beach, and then he's from Cleveland. That doesn't really ever seem like a fit with Boston. And I had always heard that he wasn't ever interested in Boston, you know, going back to 2010, and then 2000, you know, like, look, Boston, forget it, it's not going to happen. Um, the ironic thing is I think it's a really good fit basketball-wise, but now you add in the Kyrie factor, and, the like, you think LeBron – is going to follow Kyrie to another situation where Kyrie kind of had this coming out part. Now, granted, he was hurt in the whole playoffs thing, and you can use that against him, but like 
let's be fair here. The Kyrie stuff, and I've been critical of Kyrie because I think he's a little weird, but it's really worked out. Like it has worked out, and if he's healthy, like he has his own team, I really don't think LeBron is going to go with him and yeah, do that. But say LeBron does decide he wants to go to Boston, which is obviously probably not happening. You think like they'll just move Kyrie? Like Kyrie, they don't need Kyrie at that point, right? They're like, all right, thanks, dude, thanks for the year, mostly half year, and you know we'll see what we can get for you. Because that's they can go into that season with LeBron, Hayward, Tatum, Brown, Horford, and and then a bench of Rozier and whoever, and then get some pieces for Kyrie. Who there are reports that he might not even want to resign there anyway. Yeah, that's one report from Mannix. One report, not, not plural. Sorry. No, I just I'd have to make more calls on on what that's all about with Kyrie because from everything I've heard in Boston, like the biggest fear is just this guy's health. Because now he's had two pretty significant injuries here. And the injury that he had to this knee, the repair that was done to it prior to, the knee was supposed to hold up for five years, and I don't think he made it two. Um, and that's, that's a real problem. But does that make sense, though? Like, they're, like, they don't need Kyrie, if that's the case. Like, Kyrie doesn't matter in this equation. They wouldn't, but that would mean that, like, there's real ego stuff here. Just like Durant cares about how he's perceived, all of these guys care to a, a larger degree than I think we all realize and that's why LeBron going to San Antonio, I don't think he wants to go there to go, all right, I'll just be a spur now and follow along with Kawhi. Like he, he's a guy who got destroyed in 2010. Destroyed. And I don't think he's ever going to forget that. And I don't think you ever get over that. You're shaking your head. No, no, no. I, I, you're right. You're right. I think I have a point to what you're about to say. Go. Well, are you going to say that he doesn't want to get killed for going to a place like Boston or San Antonio? I think Durant has changed that. I think if I think he can go almost anywhere and not get killed because of what Durant did. Well, that's he'd be, he'd be looked as a, as a savior if he went somewhere else. Um, well, that's kind of like I think that's a really good point because like I've always made that point where what LeBron did in 2010 changed the NBA in the way the star saw himself and the demands that like this stuff. You know, when Jordan's sitting there or any of these older school guys going, I would have never done that. Well, none of you did it. And the rules were different. The contracts were a little different. But if LeBron were, excuse me, if Jordan were playing in today's NBA, like say he came into the league in 2011 and it was 2018 and he hadn't won, but everybody thought he might be the best player in the league. You think he would have stayed in Chicago in 2018? Of course not. That dude would have bounced. That dude would have cared about his brand. And that's also all this brand stuff and people can hate it and win and all these deals. Like I started thinking about it more as I was traveling this week. I go, the brand stuff, although annoying and can seem really selfish, it actually makes the NBA way more interesting because it is this weird thing of, like, we don't do this as much other than quarterbacks, but yeah, okay, but if this guy does this and he's over here, but he does it with this guy and they still win, but it's with the other guy and he's like the second leading scorer, how will we feel in this made-up scenario about this guy's success? And that's where I think Andrew Sharp from Sports Illustrated, who came on with you guys this week on Will Kane's show, brought up a really good point in that Durant's been this guy that actually can't win even though he's won. And that's yeah, first guy weird. Um, I don't know. You think LeBron got a ton of love in that first title? I think it was different. I think, yeah, yes. I think, and, and I think with Durant, even, even multiple titles won't, won't solve this problem. 
But that's also us becoming even more difficult with everything. Like the whole Durant thing, like now that he's supposed – I saw a lot of this stuff the last few days that he's supposed to go somewhere. He's supposed to go to the Lakers to prove – to prove what? To prove that he can't do it by himself just like no one else can do well, it like, by himself? I mean that's kind of where if you really want to do the Jordan-LeBron thing, I think LeBron's just as talented, maybe more an expansive talent than Jordan is. But that that Bulls team wasn't that good. It wasn't. Like he didn't team up with two other top ten guys yeah, but in the league. I would argue that that Jazz team and those Sonics teams weren't this Warriors team, right? No. no Speaking no. of the devil, yeah, let's go. <laughs> What's up, dude? We were, were a little worried, but I'm I'm not worried now. So I think I just did the LeBron segment without having to hold it all out. Oh, he just sent Van Pelt just sent me a text one minute ago. Where? Right here, big boy. Hi, Mike. Hi. Okay, question. Yeah. I'm going to put you in the hot seat. Hey, now. Remember we used to do, you remember doing that with, with Clayton and Salisbury? Oh, yeah. What was that? The Coors Light six pack of questions? Um, was it, was it the Budweiser? It was the Budweiser hot seat. Oh, yeah. Budweiser hot seat. It was the Keystone four pack. Hey, now. (laughs) Is that what this is? What is this? We used to be, uh, the guest line was Keystone Light back in game night. Wow. 13. I've been here 12 and a half years. Wow. Yeah, that's what it used to be—the Keystone. Yeah, when you would walk by, and I was like, because wow. you had a crush on one of the, oh, one, yeah. one of the, yeah, yeah, one of the hosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? Do I have to do this? This is amazing. <laughs> what do we got? I got All right. Headphones? Speaking of relationships, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be in that. We're gonna be in the. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have any Keystone Light before Super this podcast. Weird. Super I weird. swear. No, we yeah, we had the Keystone Light, and a kid called him from Stanford, and he goes, Keystone Light, like you guys couldn't do any better. Is the show national? He was What's your budget on this show? Yeah, what are you guys we're supposed to email the Radio Shack inbox? We used mm-hmm. to read emails. Then we had a text machine that we would read the text. I think Levitard, Levitard, I believe is the pronunciation, he still does that. Yeah, they do the text. They do the text. Um, if you were, you kind of are the number one sports center <clears> now. <throat> if your wife started tweeting out from a burner account, mm-hmm. Bucci sucks, <laughs> sweet, <laughs> sweet read Stanford Steve, English is your second language, right. you know, and then it got back to you and you got fired from ESPN and or resigned, would you divorce her? Um, Did I know about it? Which. Was this like a team thing, and then I just sort of throw her under the bus in the hope that I can maybe get hired someplace else? Yeah, you're hoping to pop up at Fox in yeah. a year. Yeah, I'd, I'd just throw her under the bus because that's what happened. That's what that's what felt like it happened, right? Colangelo's basically like, wasn't me. She had she she scrubbed her phone, didn't she? Like did a factory reset. I yeah, read. but she didn't do it, she didn't do it the right way. No, no, not good enough. Mm. Like you can't just power down. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that isn't it. I did it. I did the power down. Oh, wait. I slid it right. Wait, but the things are still there. Wait uh, a minute. Is she a is she a witch? I don't know. I don't know what what was that voice. Um, I think I was trying to go for an accent. I don't know where the yeah, Colang- it was a little jerky boys. Where are the Colang- what are those guys from? coming back? When are they doing the? I don't know. My friend, my, no, that's my friend. My friend knows him. I was, I was, I was that was everybody's shtick back then. That and, was uh, you everybody. Gotta, yeah, you got to hear this tape. This is a buddy of mine. Is it? Because the other guy that played it for me, it's his buddy too. And you're from he's from Pittsburgh, and you're from Boston. How the hell do you know this guy? It's a cassette tape. Everybody knew the Jerky Boys. Um, do you remember the other guy that used to do the prank calls, Mark Knopfler? 
I th- isn't that the guy in uh, Dire Straits? Yeah. Well, that was the, that's the name he went by. Uh-huh. So those were right when the Jerky Boy tapes were coming out. It was about '88, I think, the first time I heard him. Sure. And then they made it to CD a few years later. But um, there was this guy who, who called up this woman, and I had a tape of it. It was hilarious. I mean, it's obviously super mean. Whatever. Um, he's like, I got naked pictures. You, I mean, back then that wasn't real. Now everybody, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, no kidding. You want another one? <laughs> yeah. But back then that was a big deal. She started screaming. He's like, I've got pictures of you. And she's like, who is this? Who is this? And we used to just die. Be like, Mark Knopfler. <laughs> I didn't hear that one. I just knew the, I knew, I get Brett Weir, I said. And now, yeah, that's my friend. That's my yeah, buddy. Yeah, sue friend. everybody. That was hilarious. So I guess really what I'm saying is probably I'd divorce her. <clears throat> Don't you think if you got, if this happened to you, mm-hmm. we're talking, I don't know if it's career ruining because I still think everybody gets another job. Um, because they do. Yeah, right. I mean, that's me. I'm always like, yeah, I'll get another job down the road. And everybody freaks out. I remember Vic. We'll never play again. Or he's 30. Right. And then he gets picked up yeah, by... A, he's almost MVP. Has a bunch of other opportunities. I think you should be able to say to the judge, hey, are you serious? 50-50 split? Yeah. What are we doing here? Okay, but you and I agree what? That we don't think it was just the wife? Or we're just... Where are you with this? Because it's a big story. It's a big deal. It is. It, I don't... I don't buy that. If if you, if the timeline of the Ringer story, if I have it right, and correct me if you if these details seem fuzzy, but somebody, some internet source, sends you, "Hey, look at these people," and then you ask the Sixers to comment about these five accounts, and then in a half an hour, they they go private. Then there's no way in God's green earth that's the wife, because what what is it? The unless they're in it and they're, they're in cahoots, because how the hell does she know in a half an hour that the the Sixers have been contacted about Eric Jr. or whoever the hell it was? Right. That that's the part that I don't get. Yeah, the ringer part of that is brilliant. That they said, "Hey, I'm this writer. I'm working on the story. I've been working on it for a while. Here are these two accounts mm-hmm. that I'm aware of," and they get back to him quickly, and all five were deactivated. All set to private. So, so they like, did, it's a total sting. Sure. Paul Newman. So so that's that's the part that I, how is that her, right? Unless they were so quick on it to go, hey, you know, he knew. And what? And what he, know, and then said, called the wife. It was like, what the hell's going on? And then she sets them all to private. Hey, how's your day, honey? Oh, I don't know. We just get this weird thing about burner accounts. Oh, that's inter- interesting. You know, swipe, 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 like delete, 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 like uh, Wolf of Wall Street scene. I mean, uh, is that what? N- none of that. None of that makes any sense to me. The thing that I don't think makes any sense, and it's really funny how lost it got in the whole thing, is I don't believe the root of the source. I believe the story, obviously, mm-hmm. and it's such a dramatic story that I think everybody. Just completely washed over the very beginning of this thing. What's what what I, part? What's the root part that I'm missing? So they get a tip from an anonymous egg on Twitter, sure. right? And the writer's uh, Ben Dietrich, correct? And I'm bringing up the ringer here again. Is this like when we get Prince tweets to you? Atmosphere, lavender, blessings. So this is this is how it starts. So. Ride the funky rainbow. This is good filler. I just made that up. Really good. Filler. I don't even know if that's real or not. Look at Sarudi's hair, by the way. It's incredible. He goes with a different look all the time. Got to mix it up. What is what, the deal? How does that work? Whatever that look is right now is that's that's the that you, that's, you like that. Yep, got some flack for it recently from whom? Um, 
A lot of people around the department. One of our bosses said it was radio's uh, full was of jokes jarring. and losers. Don't listen to any of them. Yeah, listen, it's my World Cup haircut. I'm just getting ready. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. It looks like a Ronaldo kind of or a kind of. Yeah, it's a hard part. I get a little edge in there with a razor blade. I see that. It's good. It's yeah. good stuff. I just shaved my head with a bic and lotion over here because I missed I missed a bunch of no it doesn't it's freckly and lumpy you don't have to lie to anybody <laughs> smooth though mine's starting to grow back have, have you, you noticed yeah I, it, I I'm trying to see if you have that one long uh, cheek hair that you always have I haven't, I haven't noticed it yet from a certain angle I'll see it I'm like oh there's that copper wire that's coming out of his, in his face <laughs> I remember a makeup girl came all the way out to the set and she goes uh, you know when I know we're not that close but I'm gonna cut this copper wire coming out of your neck yeah don't it's actually like an, it's attached to my brain. Yeah. The nerve center. Have you found the article yet? No. This is terrible. Okay. Uh, I have the article. I can't find the part well, just, that I need. Just, well, make it up. All right. Control F, dude. No, this sucks. This is not doing a... This is not... Pro-level podcasting? Yeah. I'm just... I'm pissed at myself because this is the whole part. The whole part that matters. Mm. Um, Clearly. <sighs> All right. This is this is dead air. It sucks. Erotic distraction. Yeah. So anyway, here here's the thing. I can't I can't seem to find it now. The whole point of the thing was they were giving this an anonymous tip, and the guy said, "I work with this company in an artificial intelligence, and I'm a Sixers fan, and I noticed this thing, this pattern of these five accounts that all follow the same Sixers people, and all follow the same stuff that's related to the Colangelo thing, and they all have this pattern, and we were able to run this program." For similarities and like this cross-reference analysis thing, and that's what it came up. I think that's nonsense. I think somebody knew that these accounts were out there and they wanted Colangelo out. That's so like the the root of the story. Like, how do we get from hey, I discovered all this stuff and now I'm going to give it to you? Like everything from the handoff over, mm-hmm. I believe. I don't know if I believe that Colangelo knew nothing about it. I think this is what you do: you throw her under the bus, you resign, you get back into the game in a couple years. Okay, I don't even have a problem with that. Because it's survival, all right? I, mean, I don't have a problem with that. But the beginning part of this, that this dude is just so into the Sixers, and he's like, here's a bunch of accounts that, by the way, nobody follows, right. gets zero interaction and impressions whatsoever, and that in his spare time from artificial intelligence, ran just randomly ran some data analysis program and was like, hey, here are five accounts that are all linked. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that doesn't... That's a reach. Like, I think somebody knew the accounts were there. That's my opinion. I don't know that. Well, but Sixers Twitter had had it as his wife, like, the day of or the day after. Hey, here are the phone numbers because people go in and you like, try to deactivate okay, it. Okay, but, he, but they, somebody did that and said it's him because it matches up with his phone number. And then they realized the way the phone number ended, it was like that was a little blip on this storyline, mm-hmm. too, that people were saying the number matched his cell phone when it wasn't his cell phone. No, but apparently it was, I don't know. All I know is Sixers Twitter was, like, figured it out to be her or, or thought it to be her, like, day of or the next day. And then the, the Sixers obviously... I, I the the most interesting part to try to process for me is put yourself in the room and you're like you're the you're the front office of the Sixers and you got to call the guy in and you're sitting here the way you and I are sitting here and you just go hey what what's the story man 
You know, I just think about that. Think about how uncomfortable that would be. And he, t- I mean, at least the statement stuck to his guns. You know, I vigorously defend that I didn't do anything reckless in this. And that. She screwed so, up, but we'll we'll fight through this as a family. Like you have to say all. You can't get mad at the PR release. No, because you have all, to figure out a way to course, stay alive. Because I could write it just like yeah, you could. Right, we right. know what it's going to say. I think I actually admit too much stuff <laughs> now when I see other people doing these things. Just just start with the Eddie Murphy wasn't me, and then work from there until you you have enough layers where you can just maybe. It's not even plausible deniability, but I, I just, I'm trying to be in the room and imagine how, cause you're the sixties and you're like, look, we can't, you can't keep working here. Okay. This, you're, we're going to figure out a way where we're going to go left and you're going to go right. And that's, we can't continue side by side here, but I, I don't know what the, I don't, I don't know what the process was for them to get to that statement and, and what was admitted in the room. I, I just, I find it all, the whole thing is curious but it's I said on on television that I find it believable that somebody that's in a public setting that probably has some stuff they want to say that they can't goes goes in under the guise of I just want to keep tabs on people anonymously, but then once they're anonymous they they behave the same way people anonymously act on Twitter all the time and they start just saying stuff because they can say it and then it's almost maybe it's liberating so then you start saying stuff that you think and you know. Because people, it's this weird thing where I think you, somehow they want you to know that you, you want people to know that you know, even though we're talking about 40 people that follow you, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you want you want there to seem like you've got some juice with your fake accounts. That's what I don't get. That's so weird, though, because I there's agree. no the payoff. Whole, I, of course there's no payoff. Like, and, and is it really that therapeutic? Is it? Like, I don't know. Anytime, and I I brought this up, I think, was it last week, Saruti, when it first happened? Yeah, I think I was still out in L.A., and I talked about, and I admitted that I used to kind of argue with you and being like, why do you care? Like, why do you respond to guys? Mm-hmm. And then I'd said, why are you arguing with somebody during the British Open coverage? Good point. And like, would Jim Nance do this? But here's the thing. I'm, I'm a hypocrite in a way because we're all great at telling the other guy, especially like our tiers of success. Mm-hmm. Everyone that's at a certain tier of success thinks the guys above them aren't supposed to do what they want to do. So you can sit there and be like, well, whatever, I'm Scotty from late night. And then you go, I can't believe Colangelo would do this. But then Colangelo's like, I'm a GM or maybe it's the wife. You know, I, I, I think there's also some terminology in there that feels dissimilar where there's, there's certain sentences that sound like it's something a man would say. And there's other sentences that seem like it's something a female would say. You went CSI Twitter on this. Yeah, I did. I did. But I just, you know, back to that beginning thing, I go, so I'm so, and then people are like, oh, Sixers Twitter is super passionate. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean, like, this is hard to do. Mm-hmm. What happened here was hard to do, and I think that there's a little bit more to the story that we may never find out. I agree with all that. And then just to, to you're, you're not right. getting divorced. The what? You're not getting divorced. I'm not. We're good. Things are, couldn't be, couldn't be happier. Um, you, the, but you're, it, it, you make an interesting point that, People will look at you. Could look at me and go, "Why would you ever comment?" And and totally, that's like I'd see totally you as fair. like a more successful guy than me. But then when I do it, there's a guy in Albuquerque being like, "Why does Rosillo care?" Probably a bigger market, probably a bigger market than that. No offense to Albuquerque, you yeah, guys keep killing it. Love it. Um, you're home for Lobos basketball. Uh, I think it's everybody is in in charge of their own situation, and we, I, I've I've laughed. 
in retrospect at myself, Big Cat sent me a, a text. He's like, here's a tweet I was going to send about you, but I didn't. He's like, the thing, we know Van Pelt doesn't have burners because he fights everybody just out in the open. Why didn't he send that? I don't know. I was like, go That's fire. That's a really good one. Yeah, it was, it, and it was a valid point. He invited uh, me to dinner tomorrow night with A-Rod. Oh, he's, he's part of the corporation. Are you going to do it? I don't know. Where? Here? Well, there? I can't say. Oh, that's true. That's true. Otherwise, paparazzi. How's your house? <laughs> you got it? Are you in there? So I uh, I went mad Rosillo and go, I'm taking my money out of escrow. I go, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I've had it. They're like, this has been your dream for years to move to Manhattan Beach. You're right in town. You're really going to walk away? Like, what are you going to do now? You know, if you pull out, you're going to have to. It's like you may not move in until September. And I was like, I don't care how much I suffer from this decision. I don't want anyone else to win. <laughs> that's I've, that's that's a scary Rosillo to face. I don't want <laughs> anyone to win. I don't care about what pain I deal with. No one's winning. Just full flamethrower. I will punch myself in the face <laughs> for a day yep. just so you don't have a couch to sit in. Um and we, uh, look, I'm not wrong. Like, I have done nothing wrong here. It's new construction. There's nothing that can be done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I pay my bills. So what do we got? Zoning? What are, who? A lot of zoning issues. Although I thought it was weird. Like, I did a walkthrough on the house, and there's a slider on the master. Mm-hmm. Nice barn effect. Mm. And it doesn't close. Like, it just doesn't close. At all or all the way? Or all what? the way. There's, there's a little gap, and there's no lock. And I went, hey, I kind of want to lock my bedroom door. And they go, well, you know, really? I go, yeah, really. I go, well, you live by yourself. I go, yeah, but like you can look into it too. And I'm, can we, can we just shave an inch off and get this thing flush? I believe is the term. Mm. And then you know have a locking device of some sort. And they're like, geez, dude, like what are you into? I'm like having a door that closes is what I'm into. That's what kind of perv I am. So hold on, yeah. Y- there's, that's a very small part. No, I'd say that's a very big part because if it's spe- but that's not the problem. I understood, but the fact is, if there's a door that doesn't shut or have a lock, and they're giving you some, like the what for, like you're supposed to just kind of shrug and go, ah, it's Manhattan Beach, everything's good. I live by myself. What does, the f- does that even mean? I love when Van Pelt swears. I, but because that's appropriate. That's an appropriate cuss. I've been in escrow since January. It's June. It is, and then I had. This was the one that really set me off. Here we go. Is I was told recently, well, hey, like think all the you haven't had to pay your mortgage and you've been saving that every month, not having to pay that. And I went, dude, you don't really believe that, do you? Like, am I the dumbest client you've ever had? I go, every dollar I'm spending on other stuff is going towards nothing. Equity kid. Principal. Interest. Yeah, PI. Write offs. Yeah. What this about- is appreciation, brother. Mean, but meanwhile, what do they think you're just, you live in your car for free? No, I've been hoteling it and then stopping stalkers out in Malibu. But, you know, like Carissa doesn't want me there all the time. Probably not. No, are you kidding? Hey, we're going to watch this yeah. U- Ukrainian league. Yeah. No, no Netflix tonight. We got to watch John Doncic's uncle. Right. Like I'm with her during draft time and she had some people over and I was like, hey, she's like, what are you doing? I go, I have to finish adapting act two. In my new screenplay treatment. Nice. She's like, so what does that mean? No like, tapas? Like, it means I'm not going to party downstairs and listen to Nicki Minaj. That big with the, with the, in the Malibu? Um, you can go any direction you want in Malibu. That's what I've learned. But I don't like that the Nobu there, once it's 
once it gets a little later mm. and the drinks start flowing, mm-hmm. what happens then? They retract the television. So what's a guy like me supposed to do? Like I can at least look at the TV when I'm by myself, but if you take the TV away from me, then I'm just another creep and joggers. Yeah, and Nobu drinking really, really high priced vodkas. Yeah, what is this? A Swedish? What do they? They filter this eight times. Yes, yeah, is this? Yeah, was this Mandarin infused? So what is up with you? I don't know, just I worked eighteen out of nineteen days in May, eighteen out of nineteen consecutive days, and I told I told my wife at one point I said, she's like, how? She's like, are you doing all right? I'm like, you want to know the truth here? Are we in the tree of truth? I don't have any friends. I, I, there's no one here that I like that likes me. I don't do anything. I haven't been to the. I, we I I pay money at a golf course. I haven't been there once. I haven't played golf. Haven't, Not cheap. Haven't had nope. Haven't had a golf ball. Haven't done anything. So in review, did you say? Can you share with everybody the the, the actual, tone? Yeah. The yeah. phrase though is the the best part. Which one? You said something like you you summarized your entire plight. I'm not having any fun. Yeah, but there's an even better one. What I say? I told you the story. You referenced yourself. Remember that? I what what refresh my memory. Well, she also had like a late night, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did have a late night. <laughs> so she had a late night and she yep. had friends there. Yep. And that's the thing is your wife has a bunch of friends. She's got a great social right, circle. Right. But that's I was, like, I was at, I was at work. Smooth and hotties. And I'm at work <laughs> holding it down for the company doing the show. I come home and people are enjoying themselves. Like they didn't, no one there did anything wrong, but I just walked face first into a party, into yeah. late night at Van Pelt's. So, so wait a minute. So you're getting out of like a deep, Sports Center stretch, mm-hmm. and you come back. Yep, and your wife is there just partying late night. It, it was there was a gr- there was a group of people and all uh, chicks, right? No, no, families like husbands and wives, dudes. Yeah. Oh, it, it, and it, she it, sometimes has these girl parties, and I'm sure. like, can I get invited to one of these? Yeah, well, I mean, she, she, I'm sure she'd love to introduce you to some people. Um, but yeah, no, everybody and people were they were no one did anything wrong. It's just I was in a foul state of humor. Because I don't have any fun or any friends. So what you said to her, is, what, I think the next the day, and what then the kids were, you know, yeah. banging around. Sure. And I think you said something about like, this art ain't going to buy itself. And uh, <laughs> I don't think that, I said that. <laughs> I didn't say that. You, no. didn't say that. you said to her, you go, you know, I'm just hasn't been a whole lot of Scotty time lately. <laughs> That's, I did say that. <laughs> I haven't had a whole lot of Scott time lately um, to do much. And And to her credit, she's like, hey, man. You could, what do whatever you what do you want to do? You want to go hit some golf balls? Go go hit some golf balls. Go she, and I give her credit. She, I went to the Caps game on Monday, which was a blast. She could go see your friends. You know who'd do, you go with? Uh, who do you know of the group? Preston. Do you know Preston? Yeah. Yep. Sanko. Preston. Steve. Television. Steve Sands. He was there. I love Steve Sands. He's a great. I dude. like all those guys. Good people. DC Preston's people. Hor- is he still horrifying though? Like, yeah. I mean, it's tough. Like he's, forty-eight hours with him, scared. He's scared got a death. gear that not many have. Yeah. Um Is he? Uh, is he married? Not. No. No. He's. Uh, he's. Uh, you know. He's trying to figure it all out. Right. We're Does old. he want to be married? I mean, maybe. How right? old is he? He's one. He's like me, one of those older than you think he is guys. Late, you know. Uh, I I, don't, I think he's late forties. But Do people I mean, care about Preston on this podcast. Basically, it's this guy. Like whoever you think the cliche, go to Vegas and tear it up, or like you have a buddy that mm-hmm. has an inn at a place and you get a good steak or whatever. This guy is all of those things times a hundred. Yep, and he, hasn't hasn't like has. I don't think that it's he's lonely. I just think he likes the path he's on. And some people wonder if that's what I'm going to do, but I don't have that gear. No, he, I he, I think things are all right. I think life's good. Um, is this awkward right now? 
I just don't. I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to think of what I can how to how to adequately reference him, and then get back to how my wife's a great lady that gave me that gave me the the green light to some Scott time. So you went to the Caps. How do you feel about that? What that was level, a lot of fun. Where are the Caps on your fandom list? Higher than I knew. Higher, higher, like especially when they start winning. No doubt. No, I, I love the Stanley Cup playoffs, and it was a blast to see, and the city was just on fire, excited Finals about not it. Pluralized though, just if you say it. that on TV. Uh, thank you for the tip. Um, I I realized this that when you have to win sixteen of something to win a title, it's the the investment in and the roller coasters is way more fun. Like it's not like a one day deal, and then you either win or you don't. It's it's goes on for months. So we had a blast with that, um, and. Uh, I was there in the building. That was fun. Saw my friends that I actually have because I don't have any here. Uh, and mostly I just I just work. And then I pick my daughter up from school. And then I come home and I eat some turkey on a bagel. And then maybe I do a little cardio. And then um, and then I come in and do work. And then I go home and go to sleep. And then I get up the next day and I do it again. That's it. Pretty much it. Do you think you're done? you think you're going to retire soon? I think we'll get to the end of this one and just call it a day. You just resigned though, didn't you? Do you want to do a Richard Deitch podcast right now? I don't. Um, I'm going to just finish this one out, and then I'll, that'll be the end of it. I'll never, How I'll, many more years do you have? Uh, like four. Wow. Then I'll just I'll quit. Is that breaking news? Can we report that, that you're going to retire I'm, after this contract? Yeah, but then here's what will happen. Cause I'm going to offer you even more money. Yeah, because I'm really good at it. And, yeah, um, you're really good at it. Yeah, thanks, man. And um, probably they'll offer a lot, and I'll be like, ah, you know, and I'll just keep doing it. And then the inevitable decline w- w- for of the interest and ability will clearly be obvious to everybody. And then no, everyone you're going to be good even when you're not good. No, nah, I don't think so. I can feel it slipping away. There's some nights I'm just like, I don't know if I, can, I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> And you just you're doing like a Braves highlight, and you're like, ah, you know that guy. No, but there's like it'll take us a couple years to catch on. Will know, it? Decline. Yeah, because you we could just do it was like, hey, can we throw some more packages in to the bees? That's a great point. Yeah, so you just start throwing more packages, and you could start. This is what's beautiful about people on air is mm. that you can just make up all this crap. I'm thinking about something in particular here right now. Who say the person's name? You can just. Think of like, oh no, we're going to do a little bit of this. We're going to do more of that. And you could you could start saying, hey, I'd like to do more features. Yeah. Like, no, no, you just want packages that are already preloaded to be more a part of your show, so you can do less work. Right. So I can throw to something and then yeah. sit there and then come back and go coming up. But then you would go on with Dyke and be like, we wanted to have more voices and more faces, <laughs> and we wanted to show different levels and then layer it story wise, so that we feel like from start to beginning we're telling a more dramatic story. We really see. Our show is a more theatrical version of sports. We want to advocate journalism. Yeah, we want to get back to kind of our roots, but also adapting to today's market. We want to be mobile. With an app. But we also want to have a solid foundation. (laughs) Right. And then it's like, no, you just want to be on TV less because you just you signed another new deal and you're like, okay. I think think a lot of guys do that, though. They're like, okay, this will be the last deal and I'm going to stop watching everything. Yeah. Because at some point, I mean, because then, because eventually, like the kids will be playing stuff, and I'll I'll need to go be at games. And you, did we bum everybody out? Like, do you do you regret becoming famous and rich and being the face of Sports Center? No, it's awesome. Things are great, yeah, dude. Right, you get to go on wheels up. Yeah, man. Private aviation. Those guys sent me a hoodie. There you, you know? go. They'll they'll let you fly. I mean, I I sent them a check. So I mean, that's that's how it works. You, uh, know? you know, 
Buy some, get some, you know. Yeah, right, right. I you mean, know? let's not kid ourselves. Like, you're not up on stage just because everybody's wearing hats. And no, stuff. you know. But let's, uh, let's also, let's let, I don't want the people out there to think that I've lost touch with the common man. Like, I, I fly Southwest, like, just as much as anybody. I yeah, but you'll it. pay for that eight bucks so that you can get loaded up earlier. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, business Select, A1 to 15, right here. How mad do you get? When I'm not A. No, a, when you know what the guy's trying to pull in C20. Okay, hey, 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 hey. What, 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 what do you got there? Oh, oh, uh, you're in the C group. Yeah, yeah. we're eight. We're, we're business select right here. I'll throw. You can have the peanuts, dude. I just I want to sit somewhere where I fit. Can you see? I'm a giant. I'm a circus freak. You never got into the office, right? There's another one of those things you never watched. Nope, British Office with Ricky Gervais. And then you never watched that one, but you just knew it was better. So you nope, didn't watch watched it start one. to finish. Loved oh, you it. did? Loved it. It was only two seasons. It was a very the small Christmas time special, commitment. Though. Did you see the Christmas special? Excellent. Loved it. Made me cry. Made me cry. Uh, he's great, Ricky Gervais in that one. So I decided that that was better than the American one, so I just, on sight unseen, just didn't watch. The reason I bring that up, B.J. Novak, one of the writers um, who also played Ryan. Obviously, you guys are best friends now? Not related. No, I haven't hooked up with him. Oh. Um, but the meeting stuff is going pretty cool. Who's the most famous person you've had a meeting with that, you're, you, can, don't, that you can I say? I can't say. Oh. Yeah. Whisper it to me. Mouth it. Whoa! Yeah. See what I did there? It's pretty incredible, That's right? That's amazing. Um, Champagne. <laughs> I did. I did have somebody. Uh, I don't know. I can't really even say this. See, that's yeah. that, don't be a, don't be that guy. Just just tell us. No, no. I I meant it from like a creative thing. Like if I if I said what I somebody said something. Basically, it was I presented this this story in a pitch. Are you bored now? Mm-mm. You just hadn't had your phone in a while. No, I'm just um, looking at it. I. They were like, I really like your story. They're like, I like that concept, but you can you make, can you make everybody different? Oh, yeah. And I was like, What do you mean? That's like saying, I really like your suit. Can you change? Yeah, yeah. And I just, I was like, I don't understand. And then I realized, like, Oh, oh, I get it. You don't want it. You don't want the main character to be a white guy. Oh, I was like, Yeah, I, I can't write that character. Mm. And they were like, Oh, you can't. I'm like, Yeah, because I'm not that and ethnicity that you're asking. Like, I can't, can't do that. Hmm. They were like, oh. So what do you do then? Well, I think there are procedures, but I don't want to sign up for that kind of I, – I like who I am when I, see, you know, when I look in the mirror every day. Didn't um, Greeny write a book from the voice of a woman? Yeah, that seemed amazing. Um, it's a good thing he's not out there pitching stuff he, because he'd, he'd get it because he can write as a woman. I, well, see, I, but I write, I write scenes for women, mm. and I've been told that I'm, I'm good at it. Excellent. Because I've had them yell at me for so many decades. <laughs> so it comes from an honest place like zero to ten right now the writing like from where you thought it would be to where it is in terms of just ideas percolation doing it things meetings where like where you feel like where where are we um i would say in march april it'd be about a two okay it's now it's june about an eight really yeah booms yeah so two to people, eight in two months so every piece of feedback i've gotten on the second thing is that they were like this is and we're talking like a couple different um, branches of people. It's not just like, oh, an agent that wants to tell you the right thing or a mm-hmm. producer that wants to tell you the right thing. But the second thing that I did, you haven't read that one. Um, people didn't love the first one. Some people did. Mm-hmm. But it, I could tell it was kind of a passive, like, yeah, hey, not bad. You know what you're doing. But mm. And yeah, the but- second one is like, this is killer and nobody's ever done this before. You're George Lucas in the 70s, which I thought was pretty great. So okay, so by like mid twenty twenties, you're cooking with hot grease. Yeah, and then I'll screw up my whole franchise. Nah, but, then, what, but 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 it won't matter. 
Because then you you won't fly private. You'll have a jet. Do you think America was ready for a gay Han Solo? Sure. Right now, I do too. Me too. Um, are, how interested are you? Because you read, you read the first thing. I don't mm-hmm. know. I want to see the new thing. Yeah. Because I don't think you liked the first one. I could tell. Wasn't that I didn't like it. I just I don't know how to critically. I don't know. Like because you and I, I could tell you what I think. Um, and I, I think I'm being honest, but I don't. I, I I don't know that my feedbacks that is that. I don't know how informed I am. I don't know how. Well, I think whenever anybody reads a script and maybe they hadn't read one before, they're they're really underwhelmed in general because it doesn't read like a book. You know, you just go, "Oh, what? This is all it is." Like here's here's how I here's how yeah. I frame it: is it's not underwhelming. It's just you write it with a vision in your head, and yeah. I don't have the vision, yeah. so I just see I see a I see like a script, and I'm like I I'm, I don't know what the person looks like. Like in your head, you know what you know what I mean. You know, yeah. who, so I don't know. Can I ask you a, a one basketball question? By the way, I was exaggerating about like people were just, hey, you know what you're doing. Your second idea is a really good idea, and you're not George Lucas. I'm people, just, if I'm they just haven't, some fun if they haven't figured out the the joke. I know, yeah. but I, you know, I don't want, you know, I, I just. How come people act like the Kevin Durant and Golden State is somehow like it? It's it hasn't worked or doesn't work or something. I don't. Oh, care. you mean specific to him? Yeah, like that. It like they're about to win their second in a row. It's it's that's the goal. Win two, win two titles. They're going to, yeah. And so I don't. I mean, I just am interested in the chatter about. Well, maybe if what if he did this and he could go some other. Why would you go? Why would you want to go somewhere else? I think there's a, se- a sense that like he's just not all. It's everything's not cake and ice cream for him. But I don't think he's cake and ice cream all the time. I think he's always sort of churning. Yeah, but I also see a guy that clearly has way more fun playing with these guys. And well, uh, y- yeah, um, you know, I'll admit there are moments. Because you know, I think these games have been competitive. I mean, even the game two final score blowout, that game wasn't over until four minutes left. I've been more impressed with what Cleveland has been able to do here. Seriously. Like, when, when I think about, look, I didn't think the East was that great. And here's the problem with Cleveland. Their second best player, whoever it is, mm-hmm. that given night, it's somebody who could give you 20, okay? But or score four. But the rest of that team has a bunch of guys that could get single digits for an entire finals, and you wouldn't be totally shocked. Totally agree. So that's the major problem with this whole thing. And yet, having said that, and not liking them, and they're not thinking they're any good, I'm incredibly impressed that they've they've been this competitive. Game one was a coin flip, and game two and game three they led until two minutes left. Yeah. So, uh, I just Durant fascinates me because I so, think he I think he's a, I just think he's a guy. You're a Durant like, guy, right? I I really not like in him. your top five small forwards, but right there at six. That's that's my all time favorite. Sorry, I don't excel at power most. forwards though. Definitely number one. Number one power forward because he's tall. No, Serge Ibaka is a center. No, he isn't. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I, I didn't do very good on the small forward list. <laughs> <laughs> Stanford Steve's in my ear going, he didn't say Durant. He didn't say Durant. Let him keep. I don't think he's going to say Durant. No, Dirty. I, I'm PF. P, yeah. PFs. Stanford Steve was not a producer that was there to help the talent. Nope. Just as much as it was to just nope. Get, nope. get hoodies and make funny in the commercial break. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. But he's parlayed that into a, a TV personality. I need him out there. What, so, all right, give me. Give me all the sports stuff. Oh, wait a minute. Coming up on Sports Center, Jamie Foxx, Adam Silver, Chauncey Billups, Michael Wilbon. You don't get a guest list like that. No, I don't. What is that? That's the traveling sports center. You never go anywhere anymore. Are you going to come visit me once I actually get a house next year? Nope. You won't either. No, I sure won't. I sure won't. Will you be in L.A. for anything? Why don't you come to the ESPYs this year with me? Are you going? Maybe to the party. 
the after party. Uh, yeah, that you know, Peyton you know, his wife can yell at me again. You know how that. You know how I am with the ESPYS. Uh, why no, don't you just go this year? Because um, you and me, couple, couple, couple micro brews at Simsies, and then go down and hang ten. <laughs> I'll be I'll be somewhere else at that point, and I'll be fine with it. Um, what what was what was the question? Do you want to talk more about Durant? No. Do you want to talk about the Caps more? No. Nope. That was fun. Had a good time. This has sense like you want to leave now. I Not at like, all. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited just to be here chit chatting. Um, some fancy watch you got there. Elton John, Billy Joel concert, gun to your head. Which? What's the question? Which one? Yeah, Billy Joel sing along. It's the right answer. Just more sing alongs. Would you rather go to Mastodon or Primus? Mastodon. Their Primus is opening up for them, so you could see them both. Would you rather see Kenny Loggins solo mm-hmm. or Hall and Oates, both of them? Hall and Oates, both of them. The hits, the hits, the hits. They just did one after another. Man-eater. Would you rather see air supply, mm-hmm. but you can't drink? Ooh. Or mm-hmm. Yonder Mountain String Band, but you have to get wicked high? <laughs> I want to be really baked and he didn't see that string band that you discussed. Sharecropper's son? I don't know. That's a good one. Is it? Yeah. I don't know anything about it. Would you rather see the almonds, but it's acoustic, Mm. or or System of a Down backed up by the Philharmonic? That, because that's always a great mashup. Yeah. Like some guy in a cello. Okay. Beanie Man. (laughs) (laughs) But you're wearing a tank top that says Puerto Rico at the Beanie Man show. Mm-hmm. Or or you go to a public enemy today with a hoodie that says, but where's Professor Griff? Ooh, like it's stirring the pot. Yeah. I think that. Good conversation started. Just, I just want to know. I just a question. Someone, what happened? Yeah. yeah. Someone could tell me. I'm just trying to, I'm sleuthing. I'm like Sixers Twitter at the PE concert. Are they on tour? PE? Yeah. PE crazy, crazy PE. I'm lamping, I'm lamping, I'm cold, cold lamping. I was listening to um, Public Enemy the other day. That stuff ages well. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that, that now, like, if you're an old school hip-hop guy and you put on some, like, Curtis Blow and basketball comes on, you're like, this is the corniest song that has ever been written. And Ralph Sampson was really mean. Up. Yeah, it's, it's slow. It's slower. Slower? <laughs> You're like, what is this, man? Okay, so Eric B. and Rakim works still. Of course. The DOC, mm-hmm. before he had his deal, like I'm telling you right now, a whirlwind pyramid, like that stuff brings it. You never were as into the DOC as I was. Not as that's, much as that's you. That's fine. Not as much as you. Some of the early Easy e stuff that mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. – it's not great. It's not great today. But I still like it because it reminds me of, you know. A time and a place? Getting pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Can we leave that in or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I right. mean, look, that's science. Everybody goes through that. Yeah. It's some earlier than That's probably another. a lie, actually. Some later. I'm pretty lenient on this stuff. Yeah, now that really? I'm thinking probably about exactly. it, I we'll probably uh, have I was to a late bloomer, actually. earlier, but. Oh, swearing? Yeah. But pubes is good, but not f- All right. So that's so there's the line. There's another one. Are you going to try to make sure I don't get re-signed? 
<laughs> I just want to know where the line is so I don't step over it. That's just trying to find the line. Find the line. That's all we're doing here. Um, I don't know. What else? So you you don't do anything. You nope. don't seem wicked happy, although you get a new contract. You showed as well. <laughs> no, so that, money's think, not an issue. Man, I, What's the next big purchase from you? I don't know. I, 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 the Alps, maybe? Yes. A little summer summertime. A little summertime. Buy Alps. another place you can't visit? Yeah. What about a boat? Why don't you get a boat don't here wanna, in Connecticut? Nope. Nope, no, no boats. Because then I'd have to go down to the like old Lime or something. Yeah, you would. No ink. No, thank you. And ride around. Yeah, but what about Watch Hill? You like Watch Love Hill? Love Watch Hill. You're a big Watch Hill guy. Yeah, go get a uh, lobster roll, hot lobster roll. Scotts. What did Why did you open up a food truck? Scotts lobster roll. Boom. That's, you, can, you can use that. Thanks. And Watch Hill. I'm, Why don't you just go look? I'm going to do Sports Center mm-hmm. when I feel like it. So you get a call day of, yep, and I'm not into it. Nope, adjust. Can't help you. I'm gonna go down and get some. We got the, the lobster pots were full. I'm gonna go down and put an apron on, and we're gonna get some skillets of hot butter. And I'm happy. Like I'm not unhappy. You sound it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm uh, I'm good, man. I, everything's good. May was a, May was a grind. Yeah, but you know what? Now, once we get through this and huh? then the draft and that little free agent thing that you do, oh, then I'm gone. Then you're. You're oh just yeah, Audi G until See ya. college football season. Yeah, I'll right? be back then. Play some football. I'm things are all good. Things are good, good, good. No do, complaints. Do you want to do the Bama LSU? Because no matter what I'm doing, I'm going. And you missed last year, didn't you? It's the first one I've missed since '08. And you're going this year because it's in Baton Rouge. Yeah, I all didn't right. go last year for. Is LSU going to stink though? They got uh, Burrow. Yeah, plural singular. Yeah. Burrows, the quarterback from Ohio State. Burrow singular, right? Yeah, I always I always get it confused, and then I now now I'm doubting it's myself. Right. But they yeah, got Brandon Walk Ons, your crew, um, our crew, our crew. You met him first. Not hosting any stuff for him though, am I? Mm. So <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna do whatever I whatever I'm doing. I'm gonna be doing something from his place Friday before. Maybe just writing. Maybe just maybe just finishing up. Yeah. So if I don't night. have a radio show or a podcast with ESPN, and be like, all right, this is what it's this is what I do every day, and I just sit at my keyboard and then I stand up and read lines and walk around. Working on that third act. Yeah. Like, would you say... The resolution. Dave, don't go in there. No, that doesn't feel natural. Dave, what are you doing? Mm. Don't go in there. Uh, Much better. That's a distinction. That's a command. Much better. Not asking. I mean, the other character's invested in what Dave's going to do. Yeah, you're telling him. Yeah. Like, why would you do this? Now, now I get it. Mm. See? It took months to figure out. I think Brandon's going to have a harder time s- s- drumming up support for that. <laughs> Come watch Ryan Rosillo edit drafts of his of his George Lucas inspired <laughs> genre d- defining <laughs> second attempt at stardom. I guess the screenplay writer, uh, well, I guess you call it a screenwriter, he uh, put up a billboard with his like shark script mm-hmm. and said, "Give me a call." It didn't go over very well. Mm. I thought it was kind of funny, but I it was a good lesson. Hey, no billboards. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, but I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. You got any fights recently? Physical or or otherwise? I don't know. What's the maddest you've been in the last forty eight hours? That's a great one. Uh, I, I'm nothing. Nothing. A week. Mm, no anger. Two weeks. No anger. I haven't had much anger lately. I just have been. I've just been fatigue. Just fatigue. What time's your show on again? <laughs> We're on at night. 
Typically midnight, sometimes after games. Just it all depends. Top five comedians go <laughs> right now. It all depends. Dylan, 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 Dylan. Is Dave Chappelle still funny? I don't know. I, he did specials and people didn't like him. I didn't see it. Naturally. I think it's because everybody wanted to be. You know, Scott, that's the thing about things. You know, we just want things packaged mm. a certain way. And it's like, I, you can't define me with the wrapping paper, man. You can't. Like, this is how I come organic. Yeah, but people remember something. They remember the Chappelle show, and then they want they they just want it. I don't know. They want to have their mind. They want Terrence Biggums or whatever his name is. Clarence. Yeah, Clarence Biggums. Clarence Biggums. Do you have any questions for Van Pelt, Rudy? Uh, let's see. I'm. I, like, are you all caps? Like, where are we at with the caps? I think we covered that, dude. Yeah, he's not listening. not listening. Sorry. He's not listening out there. Put me on the spot and I failed. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, th- I guess we could probably. I'm glad we finally did this again. Do you think I've changed a lot? Um, I, f- I, f- um, I can't tell yet. I can't tell. It's it's hard to know. It's a good answer. I mean, it still feels like I could still sit down with you and just do this. I like I could keep talking to you even like it's. It, I don't have for, to go anywhere for another. However, I I would like you to drive here for five minutes because I feel like every time we're together, mm-hmm. I talk too much. No, you don't. I, that's how I feel though. Every time we do this, like I, I, this is your time. Break free. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy. Take off the bumpers, man. I'm just happy we're sitting here chit chatting. Yeah, hey, do you have a question? Actually. Oh, there we go. How this about, is from uh, Steve? How, how about this? What's the last new rap album you listened to, Van Pelt? Like, I'm interested if you listened to the new Kanye. And now there's another nope. new Kanye today. Nope. Yee. Nope. Didn't, didn't, Kid Cudi. Nothing. Didn't listen to that. Didn't listen to uh, the new. I know what you listened to that's new that you liked. What? Chance the Rapper, coloring book. Didn't. You listen to Pablo. You listen to Pablo because you love that part one, right? Yeah, I guess, but that's not new. Like, no, I know, but that's the, that's what I consider you thinking new. <laughs> right, four years old stuff. Uh, nothing. I don't. Uh, you yeah. had to be all over the put the new Pusha T though, right? Nope. Okay. Nope. I know that him and Drake are mad at each other, but then a guy told him they can't be mad at each other anymore. So that's that. That's all done now, right? Post Malone? No. Nope. Posty. He he, ta- he he tattooed always tired on his face. He did. Now, like I'm always tired too, but I'm not tattooing it on my eyelids. Would you think about doing it if think the ratings went down? No, we just we're up sixty two percent in May, so we're good. Whoa! I just I just took my clothes off from the front, showed the stage. <laughs> <laughs> uh no i haven't I, I don't that song him that him and that guy what's the guy 21 somebody savage yeah that 21 guy? savage yeah that rock pump? star no 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 that's Lil, rock star let's get song. it you do like Lil pump him and j cole were mad at each other now they're not i know about j cole is good i know where all the beefs stand i know where all the, the status is all the beefs that's that's his that's as dialed into anything as i am i'll i know about everybody's beefs. i just want i want everyone to get along you should start a beef with somebody. Who? It's been a while. Who? Rich Eisen. Oh, we're friends. Yeah, but th- we don't have to know that. I don't know how it benefits anybody for me to do performance art where I pretend to be mad at anyone. Yeah, I would say that you need a little something, little little juice, but you don't. You just did a new deal. The ratings apparently are way up. Mm-hmm. And do you think you'll ever do radio five days a week again? No, I'll do this. I'll do some sort of podcasty kind of thing. You, it's hard to get a podcast at ESPN. Oh, I don't it? think they're going to give you one. They'll oh. just give them out. Oh. Well, then I, maybe I, they'll do it elsewhere. I'll just put it on the market. Just say, hey, I'm going to do one. Who wants to sponsor it? And then probably Brandon at Walk-Ons. There you go. Well, it'll be really big in Baton Rouge and um, and, and uh, Lafayette. Okay. 
I have five rapid fire questions for Van Pelt. Okay. If you could move anywhere tomorrow with no family, where would you go? With no family? Yeah. Uh, God, it sounds like you do like your family. I love them. I, I, w- I would be miserable without them. Okay, well, imagine they don't exist. Oh. Uh, pretend world? Yeah. Chicago. No kidding. Love Chicago. Even in the winter, you'd stay there? You'd stay there in the winter for the summer? Mm, is that the is that the deal? I have to go there? for the, I have to stay 12 months to get this? Well, to you get know, this, this isn't a vacation. It's, uh, it's, that's it's where reinventing I live. yourself. Yeah, we're going to go to Chicago. Just set up shop. Love Chicago. If you had hair, who would you style it after right now? You can't Cerruti. say Cerruti. I can't? Look at that. Well, because it's too easy. Um, uh, Ronaldo. It's a good one. I was going to go Thor. See, I don't want long. I want it to be tidy and neat with like a with like some uh, Dapper Dan in there. Did you like Black Panther? Say it was awesome. I didn't see it. <laughs> All right. Edit but, that out. Why? I'm not allowed to be the one person that didn't see it? I don't do it. Remember, I don't have friends or do anything. What's the last new movie you saw? In a theater? Yeah. Uh, Finding Dory. Okay, non-children genre. That's the last time I was in a movie theater. Okay, but there was a time before that probably at some point. When's the last time you saw an adult movie in the theater? Not porn. I meant just poor adults. uh, I think um, the American Sniper. Oh, all right. That's not too bad. Lift Your Spirits. Four years ago? I don't know. That was longer than that. I read the book. It was a long time ago. I don't, I don't, again, I don't do a lot or have friends. Well, it's not, it's not five years ago. It Come isn't? on. Look that up, Saruti. I'm going to say three plus. Um, 2014. Four years ago since I saw a movie. Do you have any questions for me? Mm-hmm. Did you bring me, did you bring your list of questions? Mm-mm. You didn't either. Um, <laughs> if people like this podcast, yeah, this is, you guys are the best because I don't, I don't know if this is, no, this is just two dudes talking. It's like this a, really is. It's like a phone conversation that nobody, it's like I'm in jail and they said, you can stay on the phone as long as you want, but as soon as you hang up, you have to go back and scrub stuff. So you're still talking to me just cause you're bored. <laughs> no, I'm pumped about this. Uh-huh. I like it. Like we felt like we hadn't done this in a while. Yeah, you're not going to visit me in Manhattan Beach. And the mm-hmm. thing is, is once you get out there, mm-hmm. you're going to go. Oh, oh no, I know what it is. I'm just t- telling you. I'm, it's, I'm, I'm probably not going to do it. What if I? I don't know how the new contract language. I don't. I didn't hear those numbers. So I'm mm-hmm. plugged in on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't know those. Mm-hmm. What do you I, offer? Like a? Like I can a, kick in a little something. Uh, like life. a stipend, <laughs> like a per diem. Yeah, like. There's a burrito place. We don't have to go high end every night. All right. Okay. Um, pro- again, it's just it's more a byproduct of time. This is the problem. Um, what um, what, do you do? You know what uh, lumens is? Lumens mm-hmm. is that a is that a moisturizer of some sort? No, it's a it's a place where you buy lights and furniture and stuff for your place. Check it out. Lumens. L U M E N S. Lumens. You're gonna like it. Nice. Get some nice lighting, nice uh, floor treatments, wall. Am I going to like the way it looks? Ah, I see. I guarantee it. Huh? Um, yeah. You, okay. You need to get familiar with that for your. For, are you? Are you, are you going to settle in this place or what? Did you walk away from it? No, we didn't. Um, we didn't walk away. But I'm thinking about getting in the flip game. Ah, uh, getting the flip game out there. Yeah, because because it's it's obviously really easy to buy a place and have it be done and then sell it. <laughs> Obviously, you can get right on in there and have that transaction done, and then turn it right back around. I got a pie chart of investors. Uh-huh. Chris Long's in. Is he? 
I got a slot open for you. Hey, I'm kicking in the same. Can we and, not work with a builder that does the sliding glass yes, door and no lock? Yes, can we yes, punt on I them? Promise. I the thing is, is I'm going to be, I'm going to be down the street from the property. That I'm thinking about flipping. Mm. So well, what just, what area are we looking? Beach, beachy, yeah, beach, all sand area. All okay. right. So on the beach? No, I don't want to. I don't even want to ask you guys to get in for that much. I'm going to guarantee your deposit, but then we can talk. So like it's a it's a Hey, I'll guarantee this part of the investment. So whatever you cut me, you're going to get that back. Mm-hmm. And then it's up to the gang. Let's now we're just, now right. we're just playing the gang. All right. What number are we talking? How much you want? A hundred? Mm, probably two. Okay. So I think it's... I'm going to need 200 grand from all of you guys. Okay. And then what am I, what am I going to get back? I'm in for 200 grand as well. So I gave you 200 and then how much am I going to get back? Uh, the hope would be you, we'd all be splitting up, you know, profit 25, 30% on the initial investment. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, so you make like, you know, look, am I, are you going to retire on this? Okay. No, you're going to have to come in here, still crank out the highlights. The worst thing I saw, a little bad beat. <clears throat> hey, can you believe it was fourth down? You know, you're going to still have to do all these those, things. All those, all, those, uh, all those devices that we do every night whenever we're on. When are you on? Um, so we're like going to make 50 on this, probably. But it's going to be a start of something. Okay, but do I have, I don't have to get involved with picking out like finishes. You do nothing. You write a check and then you get a check back. All right. And you can come out. Maybe that's how I get you to come out and visit. Hey, why don't you come check out the project? So we're just going to be. Hey, well, you here's know, the thing: is I realized what, like why I was going to be a show. I was going to do one of these on my own, uh-huh. and out of pocket, I'm not really ready to write a check for two million bucks mm-hmm. or one four. Probably be what it would take to get in, and then you know another five hundred to. Well, let's say whatever. I've been doing some of the numbers here. I can't wait to get at the guy that's the flip guy. It's like your numbers are way off. Yeah, if you're still listening, Flipper, <laughs> then you got bigger problems than Ryan's fake numbers. His fuzzy math here. You're still listening to this talk. No, but this is uh, this is easy because I realized I was like, wait a minute, all my friends are rich. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just do something? We'll make up T-shirts. Sure. But why can't we be a sh- why can't we be a, a show? Like this sounds like a show. Ryan and his famous friends flip houses. Yeah, but Chris would Chris Long would just show up and be like, oh, cool. Are those the shingles? All right, I'm gonna go see Panic at the Disco. They're playing in Santa Monica. Yeah, see, I'd be and I'd be the one going. What you got? You got satin? You got brushed satin? And that you didn't get? You didn't get chrome? What is uh, that would be great. Like you wouldn't come by the entire project. We yeah. keep asking you and be like, dude, we're eight episodes in. We have to have you in one of the episodes. And then you'd show up and go. So you didn't go with the subway tile? Yeah, no subway tile. No, is there crown? Mold? We're not going to do crown molding. What are we? Do we don't? Oh, okay. I guess we just. Guess we're just gonna keep it grimy. You know what? I gotta go do a television show. Really? Yeah, I'm doing one in 40 minutes. Hoop streams. Oh, well, then go do that, and then uh, let me know when uh, when you need the money. Sweet. Um, this has been two dudes talking <laughs> on ESPN Radio. <laughs> Is a little more